It's Thursday, June 3, 2021. A cargo ship that was on fire for weeks off the coast of Sri Lanka is now sinking, sparking fears of major ecological disaster. Cargo ship carrying acid, oil and plastic sinks off the coast of Sri Lanka. Man-made global warming to blame for one-third of global heat deaths, study finds. Plus, President Biden is making good on a climate change promise. Interior Department suspends oil and gas drilling in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. All of those promises kept and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Apparently, when Bernie goes on the road, Senator Sanders' staffers put together a list of Bernie's travel preferences. He required his room be kept at 60 degrees. In fact, Bernie was so adamant that the room temperature below, he would go out of his way to keep it at 60, even if it meant opening a window in winter or manually overriding the hotel's climate control system. That must have been quite a phone call to the front desk. I believe in climate change, in that we have to change the climate of this room, or else I swear to God I will sleep in the ice machine. I need to wake up feeling like a flounder in a fish market. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Click! Okay, Desi Doyen. Sorry, long snarky comment. What do you got for us today? Well, first, a full-fledged environmental disaster is underway in Sri Lanka, where a stricken container ship carrying 25 tons of toxic nitric acid and 350 metric tons of oil has been burning for two weeks Mm. just off the coast. On Wednesday, the ship began to sink, unleashing what is becoming one of the worst ecological disasters in that country's history. Wow! Tons of tiny plastic pellets spilled from shipping containers that fell into the sea have swamped the island's coastline and fishing grounds, blanketing beaches as far as 75 miles to the south, with multiple reports of dead fish, birds, and sea turtles Mm. already washing up on shore. In climate news, a new study has calculated that more than one-third of the world's heat deaths each year are directly caused by man-made global warming. The international team of researchers examined heat deaths in more than 700 cities from 1991 to 2018, comparing observed temperatures with computer models, simulating a world without climate change, finding that nearly 40 percent of heat deaths were caused by higher temperatures intensified by human-caused global warming. In the U.S., more than a thousand heat deaths a year, or about 35 percent, were attributed to climate change. A different U.S.-only study has found that power grid failures have nearly doubled in the U.S. since 2015 and calculated that the combination of blackouts and extreme heat, quote, may be the deadliest climate-related event we can imagine when indoor temperatures rise above 90 degrees Fahrenheit. The researchers found the risk from heat exposure is highest in low-income households that can't afford air conditioning. In an interview with CBS, study author Brian Stone of Georgia Tech said cooling centers in the three major cities they studied could only accommodate about 2% of the total population. That really raises questions around what is the level of preparedness for what is a very high health risk and something that's immediate in terms of its timing. This is not, you know, decades into the future. This is this summer. I will answer that question. We're not prepared at all. 
Another new analysis finds that the record winter storm that devastated Texas in February, causing a massive power outage, killed hundreds more people than the official state tally. A new analysis conducted by BuzzFeed News calculated that the true number of people killed by the storm and the blackout is likely four or five times higher Mm. than the 100 or so deaths the state has officially acknowledged so so far. We're talking about hundreds killed. Yes, Intensifying drought spreading across the U.S. West has set in motion water cutbacks on the Colorado River. Some cutbacks to Arizona and Nevada had already begun, but late last week, the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation warned Arizona and Nevada to brace for further cuts. Sparse snowpack this winter melted quickly during the hot, dry spring, producing little runoff, helping to deplete reservoirs across the region. Lake Powell on the Colorado River is at just a third of its capacity. Lake Mead near Las Vegas is at just 38 percent of capacity. If it falls to 22 percent, Arizona will lose its entire allotment. Wow. Finally, some good news. Thank you. The Biden Interior Department has suspended all Trump-era oil and gas leases in Alaska's pristine Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, pending a reassessment of environmental impacts of drilling in the region. The department suspended nearly a dozen leases on the grounds that Trump officials rushed the lease auction and did not follow proper procedures, including required environmental reviews, violating the National Environmental Policy Act. The suspension will require a new environmental analysis, which will be time-consuming and is also likely to spark a lengthy court battle. Bring it on. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Way up